Hello, my little sugar cubes. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. If you don't got a clue on what to do, let Teresa enlighten you. Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. My name is Teresa Sedeno. I'm a personal trainer, and I'm going to help you manifest a healthier life. Whether you're into fitness, personal development, or general wellness, everyone is talking about diets. It's easy to get wrapped up in all the promises diets make. The amazing before and after photos can get you excited, but it's vital to make an objective analysis of the diet's recommendations, restrictions, and have an exit plan. So let's take a closer look at one of them, the Atkins diet. The Atkins diet was created by cardiologist Dr. Robert Atkins in 1972 through his book titled Dr. Atkins' Diet Revolution. He was inspired to research and write the book because of his own hardships with a struggling business, depression, and weight gain. He found promising results from studies conducted during World War II. In these studies, soldiers lost an average of 22 pounds over 100 days from a low-carbohydrate diet. So then he turned this research into his own diet, and thus, the Atkins diet was born. It's a flexible, low-carb diet designed for weight loss and diabetes management. It utilizes net carbs as a way to monitor your carbohydrate intake. And the reason it's based on net carbs is because the body is picky and is only able to break down certain forms of carbohydrates. Any fiber is flushed out. You'll measure a food's net carbs by subtracting the fiber from the total carbs listed on its nutrition label. Here's an example. A sweet potato contains 26 grams of total carbs and 4 grams of dietary fiber. Therefore, it has 22 grams of net carbs. Using the idea of net carbs, Atkins created a surprisingly flexible diet with three different versions, Atkins 20, 40, and 100. The number corresponds to the amount of carbohydrates you are allowed per day. With Atkins 20, you consume 20 grams of net carbs a day, 12 to 15 grams from vegetables, and the remainder from dairy, dressings, and or Atkins products. This plan is recommended for those who have over 40 pounds to lose or are diabetic. On the Atkins 40, you consume 40 grams of net carbs a day. You would still get 12 to 15 grams from veggies and the remaining from Greek yogurt, fruit, nuts, whole grains, and legumes. Unlike the 20 plan, the Atkins 40 is designed for those who have less than 40 pounds to lose or are non-diabetic nor pre-diabetic. It's also good for those that are pregnant, nursing, or on the Atkins 20 diet, but want more variety. Finally, with the Atkins 100, you consume 100 grams of net carbs a day, and you would enjoy an extra 1 or 2 ounces of protein per meal. Atkins 100 is for those that want to maintain their current weight and still get the benefits of a low-carb lifestyle. Per day, you are expected to consume 6 to 8 glasses of water, 12 to 15 grams of net carbs from fruits and vegetables, and 2 to 4 tablespoons of healthy fats per day. Your protein would vary between 3 to 6 ounces per meal. And a daily multivitamin would be recommended to fill any nutritional deficiencies. 
The other unique aspect of the Atkins diet is that it offers its own product line of ready-made meals, shakes, bars, and desserts. Most, if not all, of the products contain only 2 to 5 grams of net carbs. Now that I've defined the three versions, let's talk about how it does what it claims. Any diet should consist of moderate portions. That includes Atkins products. Just because it has Atkins written on it doesn't mean you should overindulge or assume it's all around healthy for you. The other downside of the Atkins diet is that it may unintentionally be discouraging you from eating fruit. According to their carb counter guide, fruits range from 3 to 23 net carbs. Atkins recommends sticking to lower net carbs so one might stay away from fruit in order to achieve that. However, fruits are vital to health. They contain copious amounts of vitamins and minerals while being a low-calorie side dish or snack. Truth be told, fruits are high in carbs, but they are high in a carb known as fructose, which scores low on the glycemic index, meaning it's not going to raise your insulin levels rapidly. So fruit's still good for you, and you should eat it. Besides the downsides, it is important for the sustainability of your progress to plan your exit strategy. So we'll take a look at that next. Lucky for you, the Atkins diet has a built-in exit strategy. The Atkins 100 plan is a guide to maintain your weight and decrease your risk of metabolic diseases like diabetes. That said, Atkins' exit strategy is still relatively restrictive. According to the Dietary Guidelines for Americans, average individuals should consume between 225 to 325 grams of carbohydrates a day. Despite it being a half to a third of the recommended amount, the Atkins 100 is enough to eat 5 to 6 servings of fruits and veggies a day. Alright, let's wrap this episode up with the manifest challenge. Let me know on Instagram what you like about the Atkins diet or if you've tried their products. The link to my Instagram is in the description below. That's it for this episode of the Fitness Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Sedeno. Thank you for listening, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts about the Atkins diet. If you don't got a clue on what to do, let Teresa enlighten you. Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Boop, bloop.